Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I lay down with the devil, and I can't think nothing anymore. Lord, help me. I am weak. I want to die. You don't fear me, Louis. You fear yourself. This is the AMC Plus Interview with the Vampire Podcast, and I'm your host, Naomi Paragon. On this podcast, we'll be unpacking AMC's new adaptation of the classic Anne Rice novel, Interview with the Vampire. Each episode, we'll talk with the cast and crew who brought this show to life. We got showrunner Rollin Jones. We got our vampires, Jacob Anderson, who plays Louie, and Sam Reed, who plays Lestat. And we have the interviewer, Daniel Malloy, played by Eric Bogosian. We'll also go deep on all things vampires with a range of experts in the world of horror, vampires, and Anne Rice. We got everybody. In today's episode, we have a preview of the great conversations to come. I would say, without a doubt, that vampires are the sexiest monsters. But really, there's nothing attractive about a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing at all. I'd only eat people that were just about to die. Okay. Like minutes away from dying. I think there's something primal about blood and fangs and living forever. There's something sexual. There's a sort of a rhythm to the sucking and everything. And it's like, whoa. And be sure to stay till the end to hear an exclusive audio sneak peek from the series premiere, which comes out this Sunday on AMC and AMC+. In other words, this podcast is the place to be if you want all the behind-the-scenes details and tea. Okay? I don't want you listening to nothing else. Okay? Because somebody else can come out here trying to be like, oh, I got a podcast. I want to talk about Interview with a Vampire. Well, you don't know. I'm coming to you with the direct line to AMC+. Before we get into that, here's a little bit about me. Because you may be like, okay, who this random? And why is she telling me all about Interview with a Vampire? I'll tell you why. I am a writer, comedian, actor, and most importantly, vampire enthusiast. I think that's the most important credit, okay, for my whole life, but that on my resume, special skills, vampire enthusiast. My love of vampires started with Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the 90s, all right? The movie, then the TV show. Then I did a deep dive that led me to Queen Anne Rice. (laughs) I mean, come on. Where else do you go? If you're into vamps, you gotta get to Anne. I even got so deep into vampires that when I went to New Orleans for the first time in 2005, I went on a vampire walking tour. Yes. Do you know they do that? They still do that. I gave someone American dollars. I said, yes, I'll meet you in the French Quarter after dark and see what happens. And quite honestly, if you can come out of there not being eaten by a vampire, it's a good tour. AMC's new series is an adaptation of the iconic Anne Rice book series, The Vampire Chronicles. Now, this series began in 1976 and revolutionized the vampire genre. And now the TV series isn't just pulling from the first book, which was the basis for the 1994 movie. No, no, no. This show is pulling from all of the books. 13 books. I mean, my God, this is why we say Anna's queen. She's out here doing more in a lifetime than I'll ever do. Okay, time to give you a taste of some of the juicy conversations we'll have on the podcast this season. And let's start with the great Jacob Anderson. He plays Louis Dupont Duloc, the character at the center of the interview with the vampire universe. Okay, y'all. I am here with the man, the myth, the legend. Hello, Naomi. <laughs> I don't know what that, that wasn't even really Louis's voice. I don't, that was, you know, sometimes you open your mouth and it doesn't come out how you thought it was going to come out. Always. Always. Absolutely. 
very relatable. Um, <laughs> can, first of all, let's talk about this, okay, honey? Can we talk about how you stay in the prestige world? We need to talk to your agent. You are coming through, honey. You said broad church. You said Game of Thrones. You said interview with a vampire. I'm calling. This is what I call all bangers, no mash. Okay. It's not all bangers, honestly. <laughs> just, just take a cursory glance at my IMDb. It's not, they're not all bangers. <laughs> I've been very lucky, though. I have been very lucky, the things that I've been involved in. But it's not, I wouldn't say it's all bangers, no mash. <laughs> and look, we like a bit of mash, right? Like, mash is good. Some, some carbohydrates. Well, that's true. That's true. A little carb to line the stomach. <laughs> but like, this, especially, you know, Louis, like, you're doing it all. You're serving us dialects, okay? You're serving us languages. You're serving us time periods, hunty. <laughs> I'm a very lucky man. This is definitely, though, I would say, like, of everything I've ever done, I've never in my professional life felt this comfortable in what I was wearing. Like, wearing, like, a beautiful suit every day. Really? And it fits, like, it fits me. And I can move <laughs> in it. And I can, like, it, it was pretty amazing, the things I got to do. There was never a, a normal day on the set of Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> Well, really, it is a stunning show. I love a show where I get to get lost in a world. You know, I mm -hmm. say, take me away. Like, now on Earth is too much. And so, yeah. but uh, before we get into our hard-hitting questions, mm -hmm. um, because I am a journalist, if nothing else, um, if you were an actual vampire, would you eat people? Um, needs must. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I probably would. Maybe I'd, eat, I'd only eat people that were just about to die. Okay. Like wow. minutes away from dying. Mm, okay. Okay. But I don't know if that's going to be that good blood. That minutes away from dying blood, it's not going to have the flavor. That's no. what I think. <laughs> it's not going to be, it's not sweet blood. No. But no. it's, it's, it's like vaguely ethical blood. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> vaguely ethical blood. Okay. Season two. That's what we're going <laughs> to unpack. We're going to get into vaguely ethical blood. <laughs> I love talking with that man. My full conversation with Jacob Anderson, where we delve into the character of Louie and episode three of the show, will be out later this season. So be sure you're subscribed because that conversation is not to be missed. Now we move on to New York royalty. That's right, I said it. Because we got writer-actor Eric Bogosian, who plays journalist Daniel Malloy. The interviewer himself. Eric. It is so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks you, Naomi. It's great to be here. I, it's a real pleasure. This is huge, okay? I mean, considering all that you've done, you know, you can take your pick, okay? You can be in the house resting. You don't have to keep giving it to us, but you do, Eric. <laughs> and so I want to know, why did you choose to play Daniel Malloy at this time? Well, the realm I live in right now is I don't necessarily know what's coming up in my life, and then I get a phone call. But this phone call came at a funny time because literally the day before... I got the phone call. I had been thinking there's one thing left on my bucket list that I haven't done, and that's play a vampire. And the next day I get a call. They said, but you're, you're not going to be playing a vampire. You're going to be playing Daniel Malloy. Now, I knew the book because I had read it when it came out, mm -hmm. and I loved it. So does that mean you've you've been into horror and thriller and sci-fi and all that kind of genre stuff well before this role came along? 
Absolutely. I mean, yes. I was really into this magazine, all the Tales from the Crypt and Eerie and all these weird, creepy things. When I was a kid, I read horror stories. I loved all that stuff. I loved Edgar Allan Poe. But the the vampire thing in specifically calls to me. I mean, first of all, I saw Frank Langella do Dracula on Broadway in in the mid-70s. And that was my favorite thing I've ever seen on Broadway. And he was incredible. And I was in the last row of the balcony. And this man, he had the entire house in the palm of his hands. And it was scary. And I thought, that's the kind of shit I want to do. I want to do what this guy's doing. Mm -hmm. I think... I think there's something primal about blood and fangs and living forever. There's something sexual, particularly with regards to Anne Rice. There's this sex thing kind of going on all the time there. There's a sort of a rhythm to the sucking and everything. And it's like, whoa. Uh, But of course, it speaks to us. And I, I, I think it's a really important sort of metaphor for the drive that pushes us into our lives and also the sort of inevitability of death and what that says about the life while we're here on earth. Uh, All of this comes into play in the vampire stories. And so I've always found them to be, you know, I'm transfixed by vampire stuff. Okay, that's all you get of Eric Bogosian right now, folks. His full interview is in the next episode of this podcast. And believe me, he has a lot more to say about the show. Now, remember how I said we'll be talking with vampire experts on this podcast? Yeah, I wasn't lying. I would never do that to you, okay? We have a relationship that is founded on trust. This is with the professor who became internet famous when Jordan Peele showed up at her UCLA class to talk Get Out. She is the professor on black horror and even has a documentary about it on the streaming platform Shudder. So listen up to Tanana Reeve Do. Would you mind introducing yourself to the people who don't know? Because if they don't know, they better get up to speed. Okay, my name is Tanana Revedu. I've been publishing Black Horror since 1995. I teach Black Horror and Afrofuturism at UCLA, and I'm an executive producer of Horror Noir, a history of Black Horror on Shudder. How do you understand Anne Rice's fascination with vampires? Well, you know, Anne Rice also wrote under a pseudonym. She was very much into erotica as well. And I would say, without a doubt, that vampires are the sexiest monsters. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm hard-pressed to think of any other monster that is sexy. Maybe a ghost could be sexy. Uh, you could have a love affair with a ghost. But really, there's nothing attractive about a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Starting with the breath, I think, is probably a good bet. <laughs> and demons, hell no. You just don't even want to mess. Listen, if you move into a house and you hear noises and you're wondering, is it a ghost or is it a demon? You better pray it's a ghost. <laughs> a demon is into some intergenerational stuff, and that is very hard to get rid of. And it's not sexy. And so I, I really think that it was partially the sexual allure of vampires, that kind of undercurrent that you get in a very veiled way in the interview with the vampire movie mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. They weren't going to go too deep with it in that <laughs> movie. And this series really leans in. And I have a feeling that between that and these sort of moral decisions that vampires have to make about their own monstrosity mm-hmm. and how to even survive, because what are you going to eat if you don't want to kill people? Mm-hmm. I think all of those things fascinated her. I mean, you're really giving me a lot to think about with demons v. ghosts. <laughs> but I want to know, though, because I hear you met Anne Rice. And I need to know all about it. (laughs) 
it was, I wish it had been an in-person meeting, but it was the next best thing. It was a telephone interview. Back in the day, I was a reporter for the Miami Herald and I was assigned an interview with Anne Rice. She was about to go to the Miami Book Fair. Now I have to confess, I had never read any Anne Rice, but she was a rock star. She was like turning them out around the block. And honestly, that telephone conversation changed the trajectory of my life. Wow. I was a reporter who wanted to be a novelist, and I was really conflicted. I wanted to write horror, but I was afraid to write horror. I thought I might not be respected if I wrote horror. And let me tell you, when I asked Anne Rice how she responded to criticism that she was wasting her talents writing about vampires, she gave me such a great answer that it set me free. Mm. She laughed and she said, listen, my books are taught in universities. And those were the magic words that she was taught in colleges. I was like, okay, I guess horror is okay for me then. (laughs) She really helped you become who we needed. Yeah. You're who we needed. I mean, it literally, I had finished my first novel within nine months of that conversation. That was, she was the godmother to the between, my first novel. Wow. That's amazing. I'm excited to learn how much of what we assume to be true about vampires actually came from Anne Rice's brain. I mean, can all vampires read minds and fly? (laughs) We got a lot to get into, and that's what we're going to be doing. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Or tip of the steak. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, friends, it's time. I promised this to you, and I said, I don't lie. I deliver. We have an exclusive audio sneak peek from the premiere episode of Interview with the Vampire. Just to set it up for you, it's about 50 years since journalist Daniel Malloy first interviewed the vampire Louis Dupont de Lac in San Francisco. In the Anne Rice book, that was the only interview they ever had. But in the AMC series, that was just the beginning. We're about to hear the letter Louis sends to Malloy in the present, inviting him to revisit what they started way back when. It's this new interview that will then form the framework for the entire season. Let's listen. Dear Mr. Malloy, I hope this letter finds you safe and thriving, if such a thing were a possibility in this bleak hour. I've been following your career with some interest since our last meeting. Please allow me to congratulate you on all your successes, those professional and those personally redemptive. The passage of time and the frailties that accompany it have provided me perspective, and I suspect the same might be for you as well. I am hoping health and pride won't deter you from the following proposal. In a week's time, in a setting of my choosing, we revisit the project boyish youth prevented us from finishing. Forty-nine years and thousands of miles removed from the room we shared in San Francisco, I offer for your journalistic pleasures my full attention, and my life story. All affinities, Louis Dupont du Lac. Whew, my God, has anyone ever gotten a letter from a vampire personally in your off time? Because, <laughs> I mean, this letter, there was, um, there was a power there. There was a sensuality to it. It felt like a call to action. There is no way you could say no. If you're Mr. Malloy, you're not saying no. You're saying, I'm going to be there no matter what. Next week, we will be talking all about episode one, titled, In Throes of Increasing Wonder. Mm, Ain't that the truth? 
My guests will be Eric Bogosian and Tanana Reeve Dew. They both have a whole lot more to say about what goes down in the premiere, and you will want to hear it. Coming up this season on the podcast, we've got Sam Reed, the strong-jawed Lestat who lures Louis into vampire life. We've also got Bailey Bass, the actress who plays Claudia, a very different version than the one in the book, I may add. Also, the production designer who literally rebuilt a long-lost neighborhood of New Orleans, and showrunner Rollin Jones, the mastermind behind this adaptation. I'm telling you, we got a lot, and y'all better stay tuned. We want to hear from you, too. So call in with your reactions and thoughts on the show at 888-788-VAMP. That's 888-788-8267. Your message might even be included right here in future episodes of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the AMC Plus Interview with the Vampire podcast. Make sure to watch the first episode of the TV show premiering on AMC and AMC Plus on October 2nd. Podcast episodes drop the same day. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. For an extended 30-day free trial of AMC Plus, go to amcplus.com and use promo code INTERVIEWPOD. That's interview P-O-D. This is an AMC Networks podcast produced in partnership with Pineapple Street Studios. Our executive producers at AMC Networks are Kevin Dreyfus, Celia Quinette, and Brian Swarth. Our executive producers at Pineapple are Gabrielle Lewis, Barry Finkel, Max Linsky, and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Our managing producer is Bria Mariette. Our producers are Ben Goldberg and Aaron Kelly. Our associate producer is Natalie Paert. Darby Maloney is our editor. Mixing and engineering by Hannes Brown. And I am Naomi Ekparrigan. Hi, listeners. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of AMC Networks and its employees.